Against All Odds is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. Great odds and markets for the NBA, NHL, college basketball, and so much more. Awesome new and existing user promotions. It's America's number one sportsbook, and here's why. It's easy to use, it's safe and secure, and you get your winnings fast, sometimes delivering as quickly as two hours. It's fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same-game parlay. Discover the most popular same-game parlays each day right when you log in. And if you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code against all odds so they know I sent you. All right, welcome to Against All Odds, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Monday morning. Spaghetti and meatballs, fiddling with the knobs, baby face Joel Solomon producing this mess and joining me as always. My wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? How we doing, Sal? What's going on, buddy? It just never stops. The sports, it's nonstop. <laughs> Football, forget it. They didn't even have an offseason. We just found out a minute ago, Matt Ryan traded to the Colts for a third-round pick. Parlay kid. You thought that might have been even steep for uh, for Matt Ryan at this point, who well, apparently didn't even seek a, a contract with the Falcons. He was yeah, done. I, I just uh, just said that to you guys. I feel like uh, they're getting a third for Matt Ryan. That's a pretty good deal, considering like our Cowboys got a fifth for Cooper, and basically Collins, one of our better linemen, just right. basically got waived for nothing. And they could turn around and get a guy who hasn't been, uh, he had, hasn't won a lot of football games and. And uh, about three years now, and they get a third round pick for a guy who's really over the hill and they need to start over anyway. Uh, good job by the Falcons. I think I think he's a solid pickup for the Colts. He's okay for the Colts. I mean, right. It's something you know, it's okay. Step up, little bit of step up from Carson Wentz, but maybe the same. I'm not I'm no, not sure. I'm thinking the same. I'm thinking the same. All right. Fandle uh, has now the, the Tennessee was favored to win the division. And now it is the uh, Colts. Uh, well, right now it's them and the Colts at plus 120. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter. It didn't move too much. Jags six to one Texans 26 to one. I don't know what the hell they're going to do. <laughs> they're looking at Davis Mills. But anyway, we're going to talk more football. We're going to talk. Uh, what else? Oh, the Deshaun Watson trade. Everybody's going nuts about this Deshaun Watson trade. Rightly so. Hotly contested uh, issue right now. But let's talk. College basketball. We have Jason Terry coming on. Arizona legend. That's going to be fun, right, Harry? Also, Absolutely. G League coach, Grand Rapids Gold, the head coach. He's going to come on in about a minute. Uh, I do want to say our extra points pool is being led by Mike Beckwith. He is in first place heading into the Sweet 16. Uh, almost 600 people joined. As far nice. as the staff picks go, three of us have three Final Four teams. Harry, you have two Final Four teams. Whoever is worst at, amongst the staff has to choose from the cap of consequences. How are you nervous? You, you thought it was very cute taking LSU <laughs> and St. Mary's going to the Final Four. Adorable. Yeah, you're right. You're right, Sal. I did think it was cute, but boy, I, you know, St. Mary's was right in it. They had a four or five point lead 10 minutes into the game, and all of a sudden it just fell, fell apart. They couldn't score, and I don't know what LSU's problem was. This Iowa State team caught in a lot of problems team with their teams with their defense. Um yeah, just, I, 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 we I were got saying Babyface Joel teams. Solomon was saying you were yelling and screaming about Iowa State football team. Brock Purdy, <laughs> oh, Brock Purdy, this and that Heisman Trophy winner. They sucked yep. immediately, and now the Iowa State basketball team does you in. One of our one of our listeners, Heath, uh, who listened from day one, mentioned yeah. on Twitter yesterday saying that Iowa State's getting me again, and they are. This is the second <laughs> football they crushed me, and now right. they got me in hoops. <laughs> what is with the race car background? What is that? Are you a, a recording from Corolla's Warehouse? What is I that? Am, what? I am at the Laguna Seca Raceway uh, in Pebble Beach right now. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, that man. makes Beautiful. sense. That makes sense. Well, Ken, our, our, buddy, our buddy Ken is racing, uh, racing race cars right now with his wife. Well, you're doing what you love. That, that's what's important. I mean, you, you go right, crazy about, the, right, right, about the race cars. And there you are. I do want to point out, if you want to call our hotline and just yell at Harry for his various uh, nonsensical travels or, or uh, nonsensical travels in the NCAA tournament, lots of bad beats. 424-225-2726. That's our one whining moment hotline. 424-225-2726. Our friend Charlie Bug 
gets $250 for his Richmond Spiders advancing. He and a, a bunch of drunk friends drove out to Buffalo to watch it happen. They won the first game. Then they really didn't show oh. up for that uh, second game against Providence, oh. who might be very, very good. We're going to go over futures odds for the NCAA tournament, all that stuff. Uh, oh, boy, that Arizona game. I want to talk about it with uh, with Jason Terry. So uh, let's take a quick break, and we'll bring him on. All right, let's bring in our guest. He's an NCAA champion, an NBA champion, and if it was up to me, he's the favorite for G League Coach of the Year, the head coach of the Grand Rapids Gold, 19-year NBA veteran Jason Terry is here. What is happening, Jason? Man, you know how to really make it feel good, man. I tell you nice. that, but uh, nah, I'm doing well, man. We're wrapping up the season here. We're uh, we're in fifth place, potentially could be in fourth after tonight. So we're fighting hard to the finish. Nice. Who do you have tonight? Tonight we have the Westchester Knicks. Um, that is oh. the Knicks, Knicks affiliate. Oh. So. Baby. Oh, they're terrible. Oh, you'll, you'll kill them. <laughs> you'll kill them by 25. He said, oh, they're terrible. Uh, <laughs> you never know I, this time of year because these rosters change on you by the yeah. Is that what's going on? Well, I want to get to that, the grand, the gold in a second, but I, I mm -hmm. let's talk about, did you get to watch the, the Arizona TCU game? Oh, of course. Now, oh. I, I mean, you got to think I'm a house divided. My daughter just graduated from TCU. Uh, my other daughter's oh, wow. A, wow. Yeah, my other daughter's a sun devil. And then of course I'm a diehard Wildcat fan. So we were all tuned in last night, rooting the cats on and man, what a basketball game, man. The intensity level, um, the execution down down the stretch uh, was just well, is that's what NCAA Final Four tournament basketball is about. Yeah, March Madness. That is fine. I was thinking that too. I was like, I feel bad for anyone who's not in on this game. In fact, I had money on Arizona, so it, it like it was extra exciting. But <laughs> uh, but to to me, it's like, oh my god, you are missing out on a classic. Uh, and, and it's funny that your daughter goes, I mean, when you send your daughter to TCU, you probably thought, all right, there's no conflict there. When is Arizona yeah. ever going to play TCU? Right. It's uh, it, it, exactly. Cause they've been stinking it up, but I'm telling you, Jamie Dixon's a hell of a coach. Yeah. Um, he has those guys playing at a, at a high level. And it, I mean, it was a good game, man. I was, I, I, I was a fan again, uh, watching that action last night. It was bizarre too, because right, like uh, first half you're dominating the boards. Arizona yep. is right. Uh, Coloco, mm -hmm. it seemed to be no problem, even though it was only like a three point lead at half. Then you couldn't grab an offensive rebound, yeah. right? Yep. And then in the in the last two minutes and in all of overtime, you got all the offensive re rebounds, right? So Coloco puts up twenty eight, but then on the other end, you're like, oh, what are you doing? You're just letting Lampkin in. Like what? What is going? And there was right. like there was uh, s talking the whole game. It, it really had everything, didn't it? Yeah, and for me, you know, I'm emotionally attached to those guys. Not only does my alma my, my, my alma mater, I'm sorry, but mm -hmm. because I coached those guys last year at Arizona as an assistant under Sean Miller, right, you right, know, watching those guys work at 6 a.m. every single day, putting that hard work in, and then being robbed of a chance to compete in the NCAA tournament last year. Now right. getting the opportunity this year, you know, you really see, you know, what that hard work does for those guys and. You know, when I seen Christian Coloco, man, he couldn't he couldn't make a putback shot last year. Mm -hmm. He didn't have the strength or nor the confidence to make free throws, which he made at a high level last night. Then Ben Matherin, I mean, if this kid's not a lottery pick, I don't know what is. Um, he's just had a phenomenal season, and then the confidence, the toughness uh, in which he played last night, man, it, it showed a lot out of those young men. But I'm proud of him. You should nice, be. Matherin nice. was specific. I, I mean, I'm looking at him for most outstanding. Now, obviously, Arizona would have to win the whole thing for him to be mm -hmm. most outstanding player. But uh, you don't get more outstanding than that. He put the team on his shoulders. And uh, the, I mean, do you feel that way, too? Like, is, is there a better player in this tournament that you've seen? No, he's hitting on a high level. Now, I've seen some guys now that I mean, that that are competing at a high level. But the way he's doing it, on the yeah. defensive end last night, taking on Miles Jr. and then hitting clutch baskets. Yeah, I mean, if they win it all, he's definitely my pick for for most invaluable player of the tournament. Yeah. Um, but man, this this tournament as a whole, man, I I've never heard of St. Peter's, and <laughs> you know, you watch that team compete, you're like, man, where have they been all my NCAA tournament right. life? 
you know? So, I mean, there, there's more magic to happen and that's what it's all about. That's what March Madness is about, man. It, it really is. the unexpected. Yeah, it's a great mix, too, because you have three one seeds advancing to the 16. You have three two mm-hmm. seeds, and then you got the St. Peter's, and you have Miami, you know, a big-name school, but St. Peter's a 15 seed. I think, like, two weeks ago, they had 500 spectators at their game. And that's what, <laughs> yeah. you're right, that is what it's all about, the the, uh, the great mix. I do want to ask you, your son now, you said he went to Arizona State? Daughter, daughter. I have five daughters. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. No, Who does she root for? Does she root for Arizona? <laughs> Who's the cutest guy on the team? So, <laughs> or, or who's scoring the most points? So in this case, it was Matherin last night. He's scoring right. all the buckets. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jason, Harry has a question for you. I, I'm going to okay. apologize in advance, but guys, let's, let's bear <laughs> with it. Probably multi-layered. And hopefully it'll make sense. Go ahead, Harry. Hey, Jason. Um, look, Coloco went for 28 and 12 last night in Pac-12 Player of the Year. Benedict Matherin had 30 and eight boards versus TCU, but the Wildcats still got out rebounded by Jamie Dixon's ninth seeded Horn Frogs. What adjustments do you think Arizona's going to have to do to take down a Houston team that's rolling right now and made the Final Four last year under Calvin Sampson? Well, Kristen's playing at a at a uh, elite level, you know, on the interior, but he has a tag team partner, and his partner really was ineffective last night, and that's Azulis Tubelis. Um, he, too, should be a, a first-round draft pick this season. He's had a phenomenal year, all-conference player. Um, I just think they're going to have to dominate Houston in the interior, take care of the basketball, and don't allow Houston to speed them up. When Houston gets that pressing, aggressive-type defense going, I mean, they're they're hell, man. They remind me of the old Arkansas teams that were coached by Nolan, Nolan Richardson back in the day when they applied just so much pressure on you. You turn yeah. the ball over, they get you sped up. And, you, and you're just never in your comfort zone. So uh, hopefully Kirk yeah. Creesa, our starting point guard, is healthy this week. You know, he has some time to heal that heal that ankle that he sprained a couple weeks back. And uh, if he's healthy and he's making shots and making plays and Azulis is a factor like we know he can be, I, I, I think we beat Houston. But I'll tell mm. you what, give Kelvin Sampson all the credit in the world. He gets the most out of the least yeah. amount of talent. Guys that nobody recruited guys that you haven't heard of got a couple transfers in there and uh he gets it done man give him all the credit and also give him a shirt i mean he went topless hey. in that celebration <laughs> right that's you know fun I'd, I'd hate to say that was the first time i seen that but kelvin Sampson <laughs> recruited me he recruited me when i was in high school and i think he did take his shirt off at the house <laughs> trying to get me to awesome. commit <laughs> whatever it takes right yeah, yeah, i'm not the only one sal Right. You were a sophomore on that 97 team, right? With Bibby yes, and Simon and then uh, was Michael Dickerson, right? Michael Dickerson. Yep. You beat three top seed. You beat Kansas, Carolina and Kentucky yep. in the, you beat Kentucky in the finals. What, what stands out? What will you always remember from that run? Well, just the fact that when we got to the tournament, we were like a four or five seed and nobody picked us to win anything. And as we were going through it, when we knocked off Kansas, who was the number one seed and had knocked us out of the Sweet 16 the year previous, we knew we had a realistic shot of winning it. Now, the road got harder. Obviously, Providence took us to overtime. But mm-hmm. uh, when we got to, to the, the big dance and we played Carolina, we had beat them earlier that season, so we weren't scared of them. Kentucky kind of played similar to us, and they were missing their star player in Derek Anderson. Mm-hmm. So our confidence was at an all-time high. But, you know, in all honesty – it was a team effort, but the run that Miles Simon had reminds me a lot of Benedict Matherin where, mm. I mean, everything he seems to do, it, it just works out and it goes in. And and Miles had that type of run for us. He was final four MVP. Um, our bigs played well. Um, they never got enough credit, but they, they, they played with AJ Bramlett, Donnell Harris. You know, those guys were monsters inside, but uh, it's just one of those magical rides, man. You get the right matchups. Right. You knock off a team you're not supposed to. And next thing you know, you're 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 singing to the to the one shining moment. And, yeah. um, you know, I'll never forget it, man. It was a great, great ride. We had. That was a great team. A lot of fun uh, to watch that team. Mm-hmm. I always wonder when you got to, when you cut down a piece of the net, right? You get on the ladder, you cut down the net. Do you keep do you keep the net a little bit oh, yeah. or you did? Where is it net right now? I, I, my mom has it in a trunk full of a lot of articles and mm-hmm. all different kind of final four hats and shirts 
And uh, it's just one of them things, man. You, you, you'll keep that forever. Along with my couple state championship nets, along with my NBA final net. Like, I, I got a lot of nets, man. So, That's great. And you uh, wouldn't get rid everything. of it. Like, if, if I gave you, um, you know, 350 bucks for it right now, you wouldn't take it. Uh, oh, I thought you said 350000 I thought we had it. <laughs> wow. Uh, um, no, it's All like right. He's got it, Jason. He's got it. You never know. <laughs> All right, you're right. Yeah, it might not be your last net. You could be back. Yeah, right. people have been burned by the Brady thing. Yeah. All right, I'll start a bake sale and see if we can raise three hundred fifty thousand. <laughs> hey, did you guys, um, when you were in the pros, did you do NCAA brackets? Oh, 100 percent. You did. What, what were the stakes for, for something like that? Uh, I mean, you had the kiddie pool, which went mm-hmm. for about twenty five a bracket, mm-hmm. max four brackets, and then we had the big boy pot which we can go from a hundred to 500, you right. know, and that, that was just the guys on the max contracts. You know, they, they want to put big money. <laughs> you, you pay out the top three, three, uh, three, three place guys. And then, you know, everybody else is pretty much dead, but you know, I never, I never finished first. I never did. I mean, I always went with my heart and pick Arizona every year. And you know, <laughs> we ain't, we ain't been there in 25 years. Really? Yeah. Well, you may have a nice shot this year. Yes, uh, sir. Now, moving on. Now, your current job, head coach of G League's Grand Rapid Gold, like you Mm -hmm. said, bouncing between fourth and fifth place. How how do you like, is coaching something you always wanted to get into once you retired? Like when you're cutting down the nets, you're like, all right, I'm going to play for a hundred years and then I'm going to coach. No, it's something I'm very passionate about. And, you know, I've had some great coaches and mentors along the way. I can remember when I was traded, from the Atlanta Hawks to the Dallas Mavericks. And Avery Johnson was given the job from Donnie Nelson halfway through the season. And uh, Avery really mentored me and walked me through every step on how to be a professional, how to be a leader, how to communicate with my teammates, you know, and really poured into me. And uh, it took that type of mentorship to, to, to hit home with me like, man, this is kind of cool, man. Coaching is something that might be in my future. And yeah. so, you know, from there, every offseason, I started an AU program with my girls. And for 15 years, we drove around the country in a 15-passenger van in the offseason. I coached mm-hmm. them up, won a couple national championships uh, doing that. And then when my season, when I started winding down probably my last four years, when I really got serious about coaching, I started to sit in on coaches' meetings with Kevin McHale. Uh, then when I went to Milwaukee with Jason Kidd, he allowed me to do some scouting, some advanced scouting. Uh, player development, uh, breaking film down, um, and still being a part of the the coaches' meetings. And so then it really was like, okay, you know, this is tangible. And so when I retired, I coached um, girls varsity basketball for a year. I was also the assistant uh, general manager with the Texas Legends. Um, then an opportunity came for me at the University of Arizona as assistant. So I took mm-hmm. that job. Uh, and then this year it was like, okay, I know I can be a great assistant. You know, how about being the head coach? You know, what does that entail? You know, what are the skills and the tricks of the trade that I need to acquire? And, you know, this year has been a great litmus test of how to run a business, how to be a leader, uh, how to lead men. Um, The X's and O's come come natural to me. It's something that I was always accustomed to. Uh, But it's more about mentoring and and teaching and leading people. Uh, My passion is for people, man, and my my purpose is to inspire uh, others. And I'm able to do that, you know, through basketball, man. It's just been a fun, it's been a dream come true. The amount of guys that we've had called up to get a, either a second chance or third chance or last chance in the NBA mm-hmm. or even their mm-hmm. first opportunity. It's just been phenomenal for me. Now I'm a competitor at the core. Like I play for the win and we want to win a championship here with the Grand Rapids Gold. It's just so hard to do in the G League because your roster yeah. can be different yeah. game to game, day to day. And so but, hey, we're in position now. Our guys are fighting hard, and hopefully we'll be in the playoffs next week. So, you know, so I was just going to ask you this, because as challenging as coaching is, it's even more challenging mm-hmm. in the G League, because as you brought up, a lot, a lot of your players will be called up to the NBA. So mm-hmm. the mark of a good coach may not be wins or championships in the G yep. League. It might be how many players did he or she get called up, right? 
So, no but what what is your mindset for this? You you still want to win. So do you look at like the top three teams? I'm like, man, I hope their players get caught up, called up. Or, <laughs> oh, I hope yeah. ours don't get called up. Like, where where are you thinking? Do you ever talk to like a Lance Stevenson and say, look, I know they called you up, but you have an obligation to win a title with the gold here. Is that, <laughs> that ever a consideration? You know what? In the back of my mind, selfishly, I'm like, Isaiah Thomas, <laughs> okay, are they going to sign him for the rest of the year? Yeah. I mean, when he's with me, he's averaging 45 a game. <laughs> wow. wow. Before Nick Stauskas gets called up and gets a two-year contract with the Celtics, yeah. he just hit 57, uh, wow. a G-League right. record right. for this season. So it's like, yeah, you missed those guys. But on another note, I have four rookies on my team. I got a couple vets. But those young guys have learned so much from guys like Nick Stauskas, Lance Stevenson, and Isaiah Thomas, that now they see it's their window of opportunity, and they're really they're really taking it by the horns, and they're, they're doing what they can do, man. So, yeah, I, I want to win a chip, but I definitely want to see my guys get caught up and, and, have, and live out their wildest dreams. That's great. I think that's the best attitude you could take. One thing I want to yeah. ask you about, with suits and ties – and now COVID happened and now coaches are like, you know what? I'm going to save 10 grand a year. I'm just going to wear team issued gear. Is that, yeah. is that what happened? Are you, are you okay listen, with that? Or suits and ties ever coming back? Listen, you're, you're talking to a guy that played over two decades. And when I first came in the league, it was do rags and sweatpants and big four X t-shirts and, <laughs> and, and, and throwback. That's what Harry wears. Yeah. Right? What I wear. Right. Then, Jason. That's what yeah, I wear. So then so then the transition came. Stern tried to change the the uh, perception of the league and was more of a business type league. So now you got the Armani suits, the walking suits, the three pieces, and then now it's the high waters and the I mean the big funky Versace sweaters. <laughs> and I mean I don't know what these guys are wearing these days. So I mean I've seen it all. I'm a guy that likes the long sleeve zip up. And the college slacks. Like, I'm good with that. 100%. There you go. I love now, will it. I throw on some gators every now and then and a three-piece Steve Harvey suit? <laughs> I, I still got those big suits in my closet, so I can always pull them out. You know what? Just wear the net that you cut down around your neck. That, <laughs> shows, that shows everyone who's boss. Forget you about know what? that. I've got requests from the fans to throw the headband on one game and coach, but I was like, ah, <laughs> right. Oh, I mean, that that of all the great coaches. <laughs> <laughs> well listen jason you've been great thank you for coming on yes. i'm rooting we're all rooting for the Definitely. grand rapids goal i think ideally we want all of your players to get called up and for you to win a title i don't know how that's going to happen but i think right. uh right that's what we need both a uh, nice combination of both of those no doubt well if i get well, if all, all my guys get called up that means i got to get back in uniform and and I tell you what, it's hard to pull up them socks these days. <laughs> you just can't stretch that far these days, man. It ain't going to work. That's when the headband comes back on. All right, Jason Terry, thanks Love so it. much for coming on. I appreciate All it. All right, no doubt, man. Good appreciate luck, Jason. You. Thanks, Good luck, Jason. Right. Thanks. All right, thanks, Jason. Good times. Yeah. All right. Oh, he's great. That was awesome. That was fun. Oh, really good. <laughs> All right, now we root for the gold. We have like a USFL team. Let's bring him to we the Knicks, a, Brian. A Let's bring him to the Knicks. for now. Next head coach of the I, I could have buried Harry there. I could have buried Harry. How could I have How? buried you during that interview? Uh, I, was, I, I could have easily with his buried question him. or was did it have no. to do with his question? Oh. No. Oh. I could have put I could have really uh, could have put Harry on the did spot. Did Harry badmouth uh, Jason Terry at some no, point? No, he's bad badmouth that whole staff. He uh, badmouthed uh, that whole bad staff. Including just, Sean Miller. He's always badmouthing Sean oh, Miller. Yeah, 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 just yeah, yeah, yeah. Miller. I left who that Terry alone. Who Terry coat? Well, you know I could have buried you right there. You didn't, you didn't. You didn't. You didn't hear Terry. You're lucky. Tout, You're lucky. Uh, tout him at all. You're lucky. Yeah, I mean, you could bury him, but where it takes Sean a lot Miller, of digging. By the way, where in is a, he? Gigantic hole. Xavier. But, um, where yeah. is Sean Miller? Where is he? He's going. He's going to Xavier. He's going to Xavier. He's taking over for Pete Gillen, who died. He I don't just know if got you hired. Right. Ter terrible move. Wow. But Harry, why would you? What do you care about the staff? How do you know about Sean Miller's staff? He went after Sean Miller and his staff. No, I pretty didn't go much after the staff. I just went after Miller yeah. because Miller's I a see. cheat. That's all. all He's right. a cheat. Yeah. All right, there you go. Well, we've had a lot of t we've had a lot of fun, but right now it's time to deep dive into the collectively. <laughs> <laughs> right now it's time to deep dive into the collectively crushed soul of the degenerate trifecta in a segment we hate to call bad aches. Bet makes you sick And you make the wrong pick It's a bad egg It's a bad egg It's a bad egg
Listen, I can't really complain here. I really can't. I had a really good weekend. After that Thursday Kentucky Mm. loss where my wife and I had to get separated because she showed me a bracket that she hadn't entered, but that's (laughs) that's besides the story. Uh, I can't complain. I had Burns to win Valspar. I bet him Saturday afternoon at plus 750. He wins an overtime session, whatever. I lucked out with my big Arizona bet. Uh, But if I have to pick a bet, it was at Wisconsin first half money line. And by the way, Bri, I found out our friend Trevor had the other side, had Iowa State. Oh, of course. Of course. Of yeah, course. So I mean, Wisconsin, first half money line. They're up one. I, I get it. It comes, it's not that much of a bet ache because it's a one possession game at the end of the half, but they're up one on Iowa State. Iowa State airballs at three. Four Wisconsin defenders or whatever yeah. converge <laughs> to try to, to, to corral the rebound. It goes out of bounds off of Wisconsin. So now there's 1.2 seconds left. And Iowa State inbounds it 11 inches in front of the guy. And it's an easiest wide open layup you'll ever see. It was laughable. So I lose the half oh. by one. Uh, disgusting, disgusting bed ache. But again, I'm not going to complain. Harry, let's hear it. And now this would be six weeks in a row if your bed ache was golf, is it? It's not actually because Sal, I told you, I had Burns as well, and I bet him before the tournament started. So that was very nice. Nice. Been on fire. He's a great, great golfer. Uh, Got to look to him for the majors too. But Three I wins. did have yep. on, on on extra on extra points my uh, my plays this week. I had a couple bad beats on totals. Um, on Friday, I had the Pacers Rockets game over two thirty nine and a half. Game of course lands two thirty nine. But on a parlay on Sunday uh, yesterday, I had an eight teamer. It's going to pay about five hundred. Um, and it was also my it was also my extra points play as well. It was the Virginia North Texas game under a hundred and ten and a half. Um, I know that's a low total, but I went under eight uh, under a hundred and ten and a half. Eight teamer paying back almost five hundred bucks. Um, it was fifty five forty nine with six minutes left. So I'm like, oh, I'm done. I'm done. But I'm watching and I'm still paying attention. That's not Time a goes, bad. That's not no, a bad. Hold on, hold on, six hold on, points in six minutes. And six they got points it. in six minutes. But the problem was North Texas was down six. There was only six points scored in the last six minutes. North Texas scores all six to make it fifty five fifty five. I got under one hundred and ten and a half. Game goes overtime and I. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, that was that was yeah. Well, I was I was, pay, I was paying attention to that one because it was like the total was like ninety with ten minutes left, and then all of a sudden I looked and I was like, shit, there's been like four points scored in the last uh, six yeah. minutes, and then uh, yeah, yeah, and then uh, North Texas started coming right, back. Brian, you could certainly top that, right? Well, I think so. I mean, I had uh, I don't know. I, I guess I had a pretty shitty weekend. I will tell you, for everybody, like. Always talking about like it's easy betting the uh, the women's college and all of these favorites always win. I will tell yeah. you, I got I got hammered on, in the <laughs> in the women's tournament. I mean, you wow. two, and I didn't I didn't even necessarily have the two seeds going down. I wasn't even betting some of those big ones, but like some of the other small fair. I mean, there was a lot of tens beating seven, so all over the place there was a lot. So there's more parity now. So I will tell you, I got I actually probably got. I got beat up pretty much in that women's, but that's that's not really my bet ache. My bet ache is uh, I had Michigan State getting seven yesterday to, to close out a twelve to one parlay. I'd hit on all the other games, um, you know, and they had that great stretch. They cut it. They were down nine. They yeah. all of a sudden they went back up five with five minutes left. You know, they're up two with less with I think like two forty left or something like that in the game. So I'm feeling good. I'm not. I'm not even really necessarily thinking about it. I'm not worrying about it. And then all of a sudden, with about one a minute and fifteen left, Duke hits a three to go up yeah. four. And at that point in time, I'm like, "Shit, I'm gonna be." I knew it was gonna be close. I'm gonna be screwed here. But then the number ended at, you know, it's at seven. Then it's at seven. So I'm at a push with four seconds left. Michigan State fouls, and uh, <laughs> of course, Duke. Duke I mean, you know, it never works, and it usually never works in your favor there because no. there's there's other times a team is down seven with like. 10 seconds left and they just run out the clock. They walk it up the court and you're like, shit. Well, and then listen, in this one, I you mean, foul with four seconds left down seven. The game's over. Um, that sucks. And I, the same thing happened to me too. Um, a little bit less. I will say I had a women's parlay. I did have a women's parlay and I had UNC um, at 13 and a half and they were up 14 with less than a minute left. And it was the same situation as yours. They could have grabbed an offensive rebound, didn't get the offensive rebound. Then they get fouled. They hit two free throws with about 30 seconds left. And I 
I lose that at 13 versus the, the 13 nice. and a half. So that well, was good. no one could ever say you're not an equal opportunist. You oh. lose a ton of money on college girls yeah. and college men and everything. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. Nobody, nobody loses more money on women than I do. There sure. you go. Amen. All right. Paula <laughs> kid, you have a bed ache? Um, yeah, I do. You could say uh, no. No, I do. Um, and really it's just one of, uh, because of my own greed that, uh, cost me, um, like you, Sal, I'm very high on this Villanova team. So yeah. um, I thought Ohio State uh, going into that game was, eh, I wouldn't say lucky to beat Loyola, but they were uh, they were kind of unimpressive in that win against Loyola. It was probably more mm-hmm. Loyola being really bad. So um, originally my, my bet was uh, just going Nova minus the five and a half, uh, going to win. I felt very confident about that, but I got a little greedy. And decided to go uh, win margin oh. um, over 11 plus points in that Nova game um, at plus 205. I'm thinking Nova's going to beat them up. Uh, they were there about, for a bit. Well, yeah. look. Oh, well, listen. Uh, six, up 16, uh, 15 or 16. No, up 15 with 16 minutes left. Um, Ohio State kind of chipped away at that lead. I don't think they ever got uh, closer than three. But so here's Mm -hmm. at the end of the game, Sal. Okay, Nova's up 10, 33 seconds left with the ball. There's no foul that takes place. Yeah. No foul, right? But we've been on the other side of that. Of course. Where where you're like, what are you fouling? I couldn't really argue because I know if I'm on the other side, I'm yelling, don't foul. The game is over. But I've lost that way. And then I just wanted one more foul, get to the line. I'm probably a winner at that point. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, there's just a dribble out, game ends, and I'm a loser. And and that's how that played out. I, I Again, because I got a little greedy. I should have just taken Nova minus five and a half. But um, I went for the 11 that's plus. All right. And uh, I needed that foul at the end. And uh, I just watched 30 seconds run off the clock. And, you know, you knew it wasn't happening. So that was my betting. It's depressing. I get it. Hey, have you ever thought of, have you considered betting girls basketball? <laughs> I hear it's I, easy. Brian normally nails all not of those. Bri- if you, Bri- Brian, I mean, not after that Baylor game, right, Brian? Boy. Oh, no. I put the, I put a few bucks. Uh, I put a couple. I mean, I I have more money on, like, South Carolina to win it, but I I put a few bucks on Baylor, like figuring them at 20 to oh, one man. to win it. And they couldn't have been worse. Yes. I filled out a woman's bracket. A, a spaghetti gave me in a woman's bracket. Uh, I, I, I did too. A- I did too. And I got an update last night. You've gotten 37% of your picks, right? <laughs> wow. 37 is good, right? Um, uh, did I have Baylor? Oh, no, I had Baylor losing to Michigan. All right. Is Michigan still around? Yeah, they are. Okay. That's going to happen. Uh, let's hear the music again. Me both. <laughs> A bet makes you sick And you make the wrong pick It's a bad egg It's a bad egg It's a bad egg Alright, BetX is brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. March Madness is in full swing and PropSwap is your place to cash in on the big dance. Every tournament PropSwappers make thousands of dollars by simply buying and selling college basketball teams. You can always find the best odds on PropSwap because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself. Then after you make your purchase, you can either go for the win or resell your bet at any time to lock in a profit like Dave from Chicago who purchased a hundred dollar 80 to 1 North Carolina championship ticket on PropSwap in January and then resold it on PropSwap for 500 bucks. You use promo code ODDS ODDS when you make your first deposit PropSwap will double it up to 500 bucks. Double the cash means double the odds. Go to propswap.com or download the free PropSwap app today. Now, it's time for another edition of the extra points, extra prop of the week. Yes, extra prop of the week. This week we're focusing on Thursday's slate of Sweet 16 games, what will be the combined seed numbers of the four winning teams on Thursday? Interesting. So if it's Gonzaga, Nova, Duke, and Arizona, the answer would be six. Harry, hmm. what do you think? The uh, combined seeds for the Thursday games. I'll roll with you, Sal. I'll say six. You roll with me. I'm just using it as an example. All right, take so it all, all the favorites. All the faves. Okay. There you go. All right. To enter, tweet us your guests at extra points pod and at prop swap using the hashtag hashtag extra prop. You must be following both accounts to win. The winner gets $300 Kansas championship ticket, which is looking nice 
courtesy of PropSwap. Go to PropSwap.com or download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. I got to tell you, I loved this weekend. I loved it. Um, you know, starting with the Thursday and Friday, obviously, but think about the yep. Saturday, Sunday games. This, first of all, there's action. You look up, it's, there's, there's just get great games all around. Even if it was a, a blowout, it was uh, interesting. Yeah. Um, but you started parlay kid with Baylor, North Carolina, Saturday morning on the West coast, Man. 93, 86 in overtime. That was a ridiculous game. Baylor was down 25 wow. and you end on that Arizona overtime game with TCU. That's yep. why this is the best. Come on. Best. Early Monday just, morning on that, too. Yeah, and just right. Just think, Self, you're like in a very small group of us, like Brian and I, who are in love with the NCAA wrestling tournament. Yeah, it's even it's even better. I don't uh, I know. know it. It's even guys, better. I, I don't is need it, to tell you really? I, I don't need to tell you guys what I watched this weekend. I had because I have multiple TVs up. I have college basketball. I have women's college basketball. Mm. I have the wrestling up. I'm, I'm watching the New York State high school championships like online streaming that is it was I, i'm actually like i'm actually exhausted it was it was actually it's actually too much i, I need a break you know what you keep losing money and they, those tvs will go away and you'll be down to like um we we gotta get FanDuel to post some wrestling stuff next year i gotta be able to bet that it's the only thing i'll that win was at fun. i think <laughs> that was good gable stevenson retiring oh. it left his shoes on the mat I, I thought it was rude, but good job by you, Gable. <laughs> uh, friend of the podcast. Second NCAA ton, uh, title. Yeah, I said to Meatballs, I'm like, hey, let's go. Uh, we'll get something to eat. Uh, Friday, we'll watch the games. And he's like, ah, I'm going to watch uh, the NCAA semifinals. But you, you could go with spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> you people are crazy. But anyway, uh, yeah, there was a lot going on. Um, let's talk NCAA right now. Fandle's got some specials up. Right now, you could get... Um, Gonzaga at what is it now? Plus two forty. What were they hmm. entering? Plus three fifty. Three. So plus two hundred to win it. Three hundred. Were they plus three hundred? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Kansas five to one. Arizona plus six fifty. Purdue plus seven fifty. Uh, so on and so forth. Duke fifteen to one. I asked the extra points guys. What's the funniest? I mean, God, everybody hates Coach K. It, it, it's unbelievable what goes <laughs> on. I compared it to Bobby Knight, who would like actually assault the players, but he seemed they they gave him like a farewell tour where he was so revered. But anyway, Coach K is a villain. Uh, whatever, Harry. What's the funniest result for you for Duke uh, the rest of the way? Um, I guess I guess what I would say funniest just that they get they get steamrolled by uh steamrolled by Texas Tech. Texas Tech. Well, what yeah. about? I mean, St. Peter's would be funnier, right? If they lose by like twenty to St. Peter's, uh, Parley Kid, what do you think? You you don't really care. You're not you're not a Coach uh, K hater, right? I'm not a Coach K hater um, at this point, but uh, yeah, I mean, I got money on Texas Tech to win it all, so uh, it's very easy for me to sit. I'm not rooting for them, that's for sure. I, right. I'd like to see Duke get bounced, uh, obviously by them in this very next game, which I think they will. So. Um, but yeah, not a Coach K hater. I just, I'm not. Brian, I'm, what I, do you think? Miami like, I, would be interesting. That, well, that would be, have to be a I final mean, the worst, game. The, the worst case scenario for them is losing to the Carolina, right? Again. The, yeah, uh, right. So that's that could still. Oh, of course, of that course, could, that's the answer. Yeah, yeah. That's, so that yeah. would have to be a final four game. Final yeah. four game. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, so let's let's hope for Duke <laughs> to be playing the winner of Carolina St. Peter's, and then we get a nice. Uh, <laughs> as long as they'd lose that, uh, my gosh. Good. So now yeah. FanDuel, so as far as long shots go, I'm sticking with UCLA. I still have Villanova. I guess there's no real difference. Villanova's 13 to 1, UCLA's yeah. 15 to 1. Those are my two teams going in. I'm going to stick with them. I like the way Villanova's played. Maybe they haven't played, you know. They uh I think probably kid they beat up on the way you described the game. Also, they beat up on Ohio State for the most part. Yeah. UCLA as long as they don't just like fall off, you know, they have like some Somehow they have like eight minute stretches where they just don't show right. up. Um, I, know. I don't really get it. But anyway, they that all that said, they they won by 16 over Harry's St. Mary's get Mary's Gales. Yep. Um, that's gonna be a fun one. Those would be my two long shots. Partly kid, who's your long shot? Yeah, I like those two, Sal. Um yeah. I I like Nova like you have. And Texas Tech at 15 to 1, I think is still good value playing a young Duke team. I think that defense will just be too suffocating. And then they'll have a chance at the Zags uh, who mm. have not looked that impressive. Uh, well, probably the Zags. I, I, I think Arkansas is going to 
I think Arkansas is going to give them everything they got in this I next game. Uh, I think Musselman, say what you want, but the guy is a pretty darn good coach. Uh, and mm-hmm. I would not be surprised at that individual game itself. Uh, if we're looking for a long shot in this sweet 16 in that one round, I Arkansas might be the team to roll with here to, to beat the Zags. I think they're going to, they just play yeah. at a, uh, at a very high, you know, high pace. They come at you there, you know, um, I think the Zags just haven't been that impressive. So I really like them for that one game. If you're looking for an underdog in the round of 16, uh, Arkansas over the Zags, but I think Texas Tech still at 15 to one, just because yeah. of their suffocating defense and nobody wants to play Texas Tech. I really believe that. I think that's a team nobody wants to play because they're just pains in the rear end. So yeah, if giving up uh, 62 like and 53, they really do yeah, step it up. Just, uh, so them at 15 to one, I think it's still very good value to grab them there. It's a weird tournament because we've seen the one seed struggle, right? Arizona yeah. lucky to advance, Gonzaga lucky right. to advance, both games really. Um, you know, uh, you know, Baylor didn't advance. Kansas kind of took care of business. They're both their games. Like they they won by uh, what twenty seven, and they beat Creighton by seven. But I felt like that Creighton game was never... close for a long yeah, time. I guess it was close. Yeah, uh, it's, what such a great tournament. Um, Harry, what about a long shot for you? Maybe looking at uh, Providence at eighty to one. Uh, they do take mm-hmm. on Kansas here. This is the first uh, Sweet Sixteen in twenty five years for the Friars. But the Friars played. Look, they did play a poor Big East tournament, but they've looked like the Friar team that won the Big East regular season uh, this year. Um, not which was not Villanova. Ed Cooley's right. a solid coach. They get if they can get by Kansas. By the way. Abaji of Kansas has not looked good for them. He's 10 of 28 in these two games. They get the winner of the Iowa State Miami game moving forward. Uh, in that whole brat in that region, mm-hmm. Iowa, Wisconsin, Auburn are gone. Uh, Providence this season uh, beat Wisconsin on the road, beat Texas Tech with that parlay kid just mentioned, uh, beat UConn, and their two losses to Villanova this year have been by a s- total of seven points. They shot 55% mm-hmm. from three point range against Richmond and held the Spiders to one of 22 shooting from three point range. Durham, Watson, Bynum, uh, Bynum, solid players for the Friars. Give me the Friars at 80 to one right. when you're looking at Villanova. Like you said, mentions how what 12 to one for Villanova, mm-hmm. but Providence 80 to one. I like that. Well, Providence is going up against a one seed. I think that's why it's different. But I do like, uh, yeah, I mean, I had him twice, both those times against Villanova. Uh, and um, so, uh, I don't know. I, I've managed to lose both times. I, once was by half a point, <laughs> and then I had money line the second time, so I couldn't get ahead of it. All right, Bri, who's your, uh, who's your long Well, shot? I mean, I do like I do like Villanova at 13-1. Mm-hmm. I think those are still really great odds. I do hate the fact that, I mean, you have Arizona, Houston, and Villanova in that in that side, in that region, which yeah. I feel like those might be three of the best four teams right now, right? I like picked the, the South region the, to have the champ. Not that that yeah. matters, but I picked, I, I just got a headache picking one of those winners, but I think it was plus 375 that the South yeah. region wins the whole like, thing. Yeah. But I, yeah, I mean, I do like those odds at 13 yeah. to one. Um, I, I, I was on UCLA. I'm still, I mean, that that's who I bet at the beginning of this tournament. I bet UCLA, mm-hmm. I have them to win their region. Stay I have it. But the yeah. only thing I will say about them is Hawkins got hurt, right, in that game. So right. um, I, I, when you first asked the question, I thought you maybe you were looking at, like, the 40 to ones or worse. So I I was kind of like, well, I, I do like Harry's because I, I like Providence. I like, I don't know, do you take a chance on one or two of those four, uh, like, in that region? Because, I mean, Iowa State or right. – Miami. I mean, one of those right. are coming out, right? Yeah. And then, like, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not overly impressed with that region. So it's like there's a possibility one of those really high ends get to the final four, and then you could start betting against them a little bit, even if they're like, yeah, you it's know, true. Even this is their like toughest game, obviously. They get yeah, by Kansas. Seven hundred. Maybe Iowa State so or Miami. I, I don't you like, play Houston in the other. Yeah. Side, so but. I don't like. I don't necessarily like mind taking any one of those three and just being like, hey, let's put a right. little bit of money on it. But I, when I when you really asked me, I was like. Well, when I saw North Carolina at 40 to one and I was like, the way they've played recently, aside from that Virginia Tech game, if Manic doesn't mm-hmm. get the flagrant, doesn't get thrown out of the game, if Love doesn't pick up his fifth foul, you know, they're a team that can, you know, they score as well as anybody. Right. In mm-hmm. terms of, you know, and then you got Baycott on the inside, RJ Davis, if he stays hot. So I was kind of like when you look at those 41 or, or worse odds or better odds, I mean, I, that just that stuck out to me because I think they could. They can go toe-to-toe at times with scoring points maybe with a Gonzaga or something like that. I, although I do know I have to still continue to back UCLA 
I yeah. just thought those odds were still pretty good. And and yeah, but but I do think that side of the bracket's a little bit harder in the South. So I I kind of agree with with Harry with taking one of those really high odds. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's the greatest, and it goes on and on. I really do need a few <laughs> days break, right? It starts starts up again Thursday. Tomorrow we are going to oh, pick yeah. our Thursday games. Thursday will I'm mm. sorry, Friday we'll pick our Friday games. I think that's how we'll do it. Nice. There is some uh, fun little thing here. Fanduel has uh, it is so you could bet which team will go further. Um, I'm just trying to figure this out here. I ended up taking. You could say so. For instance. It's UCLA versus Arizona. Um, you could say Arizona will go further. You could say UCLA will go further, or they'll get knocked out at the same time. I think that I can't explain it, but I like UCLA and Arizona to get knocked out at the same time at plus 240, which sucks if one of them wins it. Um, <laughs> but otherwise, I don't know. I can't explain it, but I just think like they could both win or they could both lose. They're both short favorites. Um, and so that's what I'm going. I think plus 240 is good. Uh, value for that harry uh what do you like you have duke north carolina right yeah and i you can get them both to get in that they both get knocked out in the next round which i think they will you can get that at plus 145 the draw if you want to call it i mean duke takes on uh um texas tech three best players for uh duke or freshman um texas tech defense parlay kid mentioned it five of the last six games they've held opponents to 62 points or less and at unc i think is going to lose to ucla nice run mm. by uh tate frazier's tar heels but i think it mm. ends here the bruins keep rolling night like i said nice run for unc but tiger campbell's really stepped up his game here he's led the, led the uh bruins in scoring in the two games in the tournament hawkes was great in the pac-12 tournament uh i mentioned just the campbell 16 points in both games so far nine assists just three turnovers ucla keeps rolling as this Texas Tech, Duke and UNC both get bounced at plus 145. All right. Well, let me just say something now. Uh, again, I didn't do a great job explaining mine, but if you take Texas Tech and UCLA on the money line, you get plus 216. That's better. You don't, but if they both win, you wouldn't get to benefit from that uh, plus 145 thing. Mm. I don't know. There's too much. That's yeah, why so- everyone should just bet no buzzer beater. Just do it. <laughs> highly recommend it. It's a bulletproof bet. Right, right. I want it. Yeah. <laughs> of all the things to win that stupid bet i keep it uh, uh like i said we will talk uh more ncaa on tuesday but right now i gotta mention bet five dollars you get 150 dollars back start your bracket with a bang right now fandle sportsbook giving new customers 150 bucks instant bonus guaranteed that's right you get 150 dollars in site credit and all you have to do is place your first bet of five dollars or more how you bet the bracket is up to you you can choose from money line totals, prop bets, and so much more. Plus, with cash out, the ball's in your court. So you can close out your bet whenever you want before the game is over. Join FanDuel today with promo code against all odds. Then you place your $5 bet to score $150 in bonus site credit guaranteed. That's promo code against all odds on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Um, before we shut down, Deshaun. You know, we had Rachel Benetta, big Browns fan. She is now no longer a Browns fan. Uh, so if you're a team and look for a fan, she's a, nah. she's a committed fan. Um, as long as your, uh, your quarterback doesn't have, uh, you know, 20, 22 allegations against that. him. I don't get that, though, Sal. <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, got to say, she was a bigger Baker fan than she was a Browns fan, even, I think. So wherever he was going, she was going anywhere. But uh, also... Uh, you know, 22 women coming forward, uh, I think, well, is, a, well, is rough I mean, for a lot of people. You, you did have Kareem yeah. Hunt on that team, yeah, uh, on that team and as Miles well. Yeah, yeah. So now, I, look, it's now, tough. why now? Like, you, if you should have jumped ship once Kareem Hunt came on board then. As far it as is I'm hard concerned, right? because, you know, we have friends. Um, why was she a Browns <laughs> fan in the first place, even? She wanted like they were the the lovable losers. She, you know, they had the refrigerator. Well, listen to the podcast. She'll explain to you why. But they had the refrigerator where you, they couldn't win without a uh, couldn't open it without a, a win. And she really that's had right. the sweet spot of Browns fandom. I know she does not get as much credit True. as one that's been hanging on for forty years. But it does beg the question, Parley Kid. What would the Cowboys have to do for us to be like that? Oh, we're done with this team, right? Like people leave their <laughs> political parties. People leave their own country. But what do you do? That's what is your team? What does the owners have to do? What does a certain player have to do? What is, you know, Damashek was saying like, hey, I'm the constant here. The players come and go. So uh, I have to root for the team no matter what. But I do feel everybody has their tipping point. I don't know what mine is. It would have to, 
it would have to happen before I, uh, I I agree with that. I don't know what mine is. I I do kind of agree with, with Dave as, as being the constant. Uh, that's yeah. a great point. I don't know what would have to happen. Well, uh, how, about, how about Jerry Jones becomes head coach? No, we, we still would root for the, the worst Cowboys. Head coaches. I still, uh, <laughs> the no, head coach I thing mean, doesn't bother be great. us. We saw Jason Garrett and yeah. Dave Campo coach there for yeah, quite yeah, we've a, gotten through a the number worst of years. Of that. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean so it could be like Harry just switch teams every three weeks or something. You know, it's true. Um, He's the guy. I don't know who my team's going to be in the fall. I don't know. Right. And I'm off the Vikings. I don't even know who it's going to be now. I do want to look though. The Sean, <laughs> the Browns are favored to win the North, which I thought was weird. A plus one eighty five. The other odds suck too. The Ravens are two to one. Bengals plus two twenty. Steelers plus eight fifty. I would take the Ravens at two to one. I think we're forgetting about yeah. that. Lamar Jackson is not twenty years removed from his MVP. I think you know uh, by week seventeen you're in good shape if you have the Ravens to make the playoffs. I think I don't know. Right now in March, I would say two to one odds for the Ravens, but. The Browns, brother Brian, they're going to have six to eight weeks of uh, Jacoby Brissett, right? Are they going to yeah. go three and five or something? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, we don't know how many games he's going to miss. This right? makes but no yeah, sense. I, I don't think, yeah, they shouldn't be the favorite. I mean, yeah. we've, we've seen, I mean, we've seen, I mean, I, granted, Watson, I always would say is like a top, you know, when we've watched him play, it's like, all right, he's a top six, top eight quarterback. But we, you know, we've seen him play on Houston teams that they've been, you know they've had solid rosters around them, and they've they've struggled. You know certain years, so I I I just don't think they belong in the favorite conversation. I know you could say like the teams that lose the Super Bowl tend to struggle, but are you telling me you you think Burrow's going to get regression, right. or no you think he's going to get How better? They, they improved their offensive line. I mean, I don't know. It's, right? Yeah. How does Cincinnati should be the number one team in that division? Should be. That's your pick. Yeah, it should be. Should be, but Sal, I kind of agree with you a little bit with Baltimore too. Considering Cincinnati had their run, and they probably should be the favorite, but the Ravens still dealt with a lot of injuries at the end of the season. Obviously, with Lamar Jackson, but they had numerous for the whole season running back issues, and J.K. Dobbins didn't even play a game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think we've fallen into they a pattern play. with the Ravens, which is kind of what you expect from them. But let, let's pump the brakes a little bit. They're still the most established at it. I mean, uh, you know, I know the Bengals went to the Super Bowl, but year after year, I don't think they're going to lay another. Egg. He might uh, take a shit in the end zone, but I don't think he's going to lay an egg, uh, Lamar Jackson. All right, we're going to talk more. By the way, Harry, when was the last time Duke was an underdog heading into their Sweet 16 game? Has it uh, has it happened? I don't think I remember. Has it, it happened? I don't know. No. Uh, all right, we'll discuss that. We'll do the Thursday games tomorrow. That was a great job uh, by Jason Terry. Great. It was on great. And really good. Jason and yeah. for a spaghetti and meatballs and babyface Joel Solomon and the Jenner trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping.